In the podcast justice system, police propaganda is considered especially heinous. The dedicated communists who investigate these vicious acts of propaganda are members of an elite squad known as Cartridge Cinema Club. These are their stories. Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, episode 106. My name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. Oh, wow, what's up, girls and gays? Um, so, uh, so, 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 so this week, uh, we just, we just straight up watched 45 minutes of propaganda for the murderous police state. Um, like, you know, okay, okay, so, like, we have had things on this pot, we've watched things for this podcast that have elements of pro-cop propaganda in them such as the sonic the hedgehog movie uh and (laughs) and and we've certainly talked about how those elements are are harmful uh to have in children's media because it indoctrinates them into the fascist nature of policing uh and and makes them see it as a normal and necessary part of society Mm -hmm. but like Straight up, this was a show made because Dick Wolf uh, thought that people should like prosecutors and cops more. Like, th- this is a show where, like, the opening credit sequence is just, like, a montage of the NYPD helping people and and American flags blowing majestically in the wind. <laughs> like, this is, this show, yeah. this is just straight up state propaganda from start to finish. Um, this, this is the most evil thing that we have watched for the podcast easily, just in terms of, like, sheer harm to society, this is, this is unmatched by anything else. The, the, the the United States is, uh, and it's not unique to the United States, but particularly in the United States, uh, we, we don't need to create as much propaganda because there are tools of the state such as dick wolf who will just yeah. do it for us <laughs> well I, I would like to i would like to say that i think it, it's incorrect to think of propaganda as something that only the state produces uh entirely exactly. autonomously propaganda Anyone can create propaganda yeah propaganda is part of the superstructure of society uh propaganda is yes. created by people who are indoctrinated into the political ideology of mm-hmm. neoliberalism and express that ideology through their creative work and and that's what we're, that's what i mean when i say this show is propaganda uh, it's right. also i'm not enti- i'm not sure they also could have just collaborated with the nypd while making this show that seems pretty likely the marvel movies yeah. co- collaborate with the u.s military like we have examples of that type of literal like one-to-one collaboration between the state uh and creative producers yeah. um call, but, call of duty etc yeah regardless of whether or not that is the case here this is still propaganda right. uh yes, so exactly. just wanted to make that clear mm-hmm. uh so what did we watch this week mark <clears throat> um well, we watched another sonic movie now um we watched uh law and order special victims unit often abbreviated as law and order svu or just svu uh by the fandom um whom i've interacted with <laughs> like on tumblr and twitter in 2015 oh, uh, they, they exist uh, they they love these cops they, their favorite cop is uh, they love is, the uwu cops <laughs> yeah they, they have strong opinions about mariska hargitay and um and how she's a good person on twitter whatever mm. anyway <laughs> mm. um 
so this is an American crime drama television series. It's a procedural created by the aforementioned Dick Wolf for NBC. Man's name is Dick Wolf. Sorry. His just, name's Dick I, Wolf. I, I don't mean to be crass. We do need to pause on for Man's name is fucking Dick Wolf. Go on. Anywho, um, <laughs> it stars uh, Mariska Hargitay. And, uh, well, for, for those who are familiar with this show, this was before Maloney um, left the show, Christopher Maloney. Um, I was excited for to do a Maloney episode because he's um, particularly heinous and brutal with his handling of suspects. Um, but it turns out that just everyone was in this episode. Uh, so that was... So, yeah. So, yeah. Th- this so. show's about the cops. It's the New York City Police Department, and um, we should probably yeah. do a content yeah. warning. Yeah, so, okay, so, like, first of all, it's a show about the cops. So, you know, if that, if, that's, if that is upsetting you, we're going to be talking about the cops a lot on this episode. Um, also, it's a show about rape. Uh, so, like, like Law and Order was the cop show, and then they made Law and Order Special Victims Unit, which is specifically the cop rape show, which just, it, like, mm-hmm. saying that out loud, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that this was upsetting for me to watch. They basically just combined two of the worst things and made a television program out of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, just be aware that, you know, we are going to be talking about those, those things. I'm not going to be a piece of shit and, you know, talk about any of the sexual assault in this show in explicit detail or anything, but just know that it happens and we're going to discuss it in places. So let's talk about the plot. So we watched one of two video game episodes. The other one uh, is about Gamergate, uh, which we were just not fucking down for this week. So at some point we will revisit Law & Order to talk about the Gamergate episode. But for now, (laughs) we watched... Season nine. Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) We watched season nine, episode two, which is called Avatar. uh, And this is the one that's about Second Life. Or in in this, they call it another universe like y-o-u universe it's really bad like like you know it's like a bad corny name for like a for for an online role-playing game like if a company called i would believe that a company would come up with a name that bad in real life and i would also think it was stupid then um (laughs) so this show has so many fucking characters that I could not even begin to list all of them. Uh, but all of they are all varying degrees of shitty cop. Ice T is there for some reason. He is also a shitty cop. He like Ice T basically exists to just like have a quip, like like at regularly spaced intervals throughout the episode. Yeah, and he didn't have that many this episode, but, like, rest assured, that summation was accurate. Good, yeah, that's that's the impression that I got from watching this show over my sh- sister's shoulder Usually he's minutes. out in the field more often uh, with Olivia, uh, fucking shit up, and also being rough <laughs> with suspects. Crazy. So, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so in this episode, uh, the the opening red herring, because there's always got to be some bullshit at the beginning of the episode that has nothing to do with the actual mystery. In this one, it, it's about a girl who is raped by her sister's boyfriend because he has s- sleep sex disease that makes him rape people in his sleep. Um, uh. Which, you know... Maybe is a thing that has happened in real life before, but man, it's fucking goofy and stupid in this show. Uh, but not enough of the episode is about that for me to want to talk about it for more than I just did. So we're going to move on. Right. Um, so <laughs> then it actually becomes about how 
Uh, her sister uh, is on Second Life, uh, being a 14-year-old stripper, uh, and she is uh, drugged and kidnapped by one of her fans, and then she dies. Uh, and then uh, the cops just kind of run roughshod over several people's lives to eventually capture an old man who also kidnapped a girl years ago who looks like the girl's Second Life avatar. Um... And it, you know, it plays out from there, and I don't really ex feel like explaining what happens for the rest of the episode because it's kind of irrelevant to what we're going to talk about here. Um, so I think what I would like to do is, uh, before we talk about how the show is propaganda, because that is, that's going to be most of the episode here, uh, <laughs> what, how, Mark, what were your general thoughts on the show Law and Order SVU. <laughs> uh, so I've I've seen a good bit of this show. I've probably seen you know twenty to thirty full episodes. I I'm a fan of procedurals. Uh, and maybe like f four to six years ago, I watched a lot of this with my ex. Um, and uh, you know, had uh, certainly knew at the time eh, the cops are not the good guys in real life, but it's a fantasy. Whatever. Um, had you know, less of a critical eye at that time. Obviously my opinions are <laughs> clearly different now. Um, but, uh, so having said that, having, having been a fan of procedurals, as this is a very old style of procedural. This is the, the signature Dick Wolf style of, of procedural. It doesn't even do the thing that like bones or house, um, both of which are much particularly house are much more interesting shows and have much better characters and writing. Um, where they really rely on the character stuff and the reoccurring, you know, the actual, the core cast is a lot stronger in those shows and it relies on them. Um, but this show just relies on the case itself. Like there's no line of dialogue in this whole show that doesn't relate directly to the case. There's no side story where Olivia's having fun with one of the, with one of the other agents and they're, there you learning about them that does happen in these episodes but it's few and far between uh so when a case is weird or dumb or not believable which is most episodes it falls really flat uh this this th this episode is just yeah it's it's really dumb and um <laughs> and, and the the video game stuff is silly um as you probably would have expected um, yeah. it's like a, it's like a grandma or like a dad's understanding of video games, of course. Yeah. It, it, I almost like don't even want to dunk on like the technology stuff because it is just like, right, so right. It, it, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. I, I do think that, uh, as a show, this sucked. Like I was fucking, it's just like, totally. I found it. It's not good. Yeah. It's just like overwhelming with facts and scene changes. And like, I know that this <laughs> yeah. is the bit. Right? I know that this is the bit that they do on fucking Comedy Bang Bang where it's like, it's, you know, they, it cuts to the black screen <laughs> with the white text about with the address on it. And then it comes up and it's a dude in a shop and says, yeah, I see. And she came in last week. But like, man, that's the fucking show. And like, it's not like, uh -huh. oh, that's like parts of the, like that. It's not like. Like, you know, I kind of thought that it was like, okay, yeah, maybe there's like a, there's like a 10 minute stretch in the middle of, of an episode where it's like, you know, they're just kind of going to each, yeah, it's like a montage of, of witnesses, you know? And, and I thought that was the, that was the joke that people were referencing. I didn't understand right. that it was like, oh uh, no, it's just like, you just, you just sit here and it is just like, 
And then they go here, and then they go here, and then she asks this question, and then they go to this, and it's it just oh, not yeah. fucking yeah. stop. Uh, that comedy bang bang skit works because <clears throat> it's entirely accurate, yeah. and, and and the reason the show feels so old and dumb is because procedurals have evolved as a genre so much so that this feels old and dumb. Like I don't know, man. The X Files came out in the '90s and is a better show than this. I, oh yeah, I yeah, don't know. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So and then also, you know, this is the one that is specifically about rape, um, and I hate that. Mm. And I, I, okay. I'm not, all right, I'm not here to fucking shame anyone for the type of entertainment they consume. Well, maybe I'll shame you a little bit for liking this show because it's literally fucking evil. Um, but, like, you know, it, like I'm not shaming anyone for liking true crime podcasts here, right? Sure. But, like, sure. I don't know. I think it's fucking weird that, like, this is, like, a popcorn show to people, to, like, a lot of people, to, like, my like my sister growing up watched mm-hmm. this show a lot, and it was, like... Well, it's it's the longest-running TV drama. Yeah, and I, that's, I was, like, uncomfortable and anxious the entire episode, and, like, and, like, part of that is that I have, you know, I got, I got critical thinking skills going off in my brain telling me that this is an evil fucking show, um, but also I'm just, like, uncomfortable... With watching people talk about rape a bunch, what it just—I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like it. I thought. I kind of thought like maybe yeah. I would like the show more. Like sure. you know, like I kind of thought like because that you know because a lot of people do like this show. It's a very fucking popular show, and one of the things that can be very powerful about propaganda uh, is in how it can be subtle and how it can be put into things that are technically well made uh, and well produced and have engaging, interesting characters and storylines. Um, and I kind of thought that was gonna be this, but it's not. This thing is trash. Um, so let's talk about how it's fucking. <laughs> oh, this show wants you yeah. to. Wake up every day and thank God for the thin blue line and those brave boys in blue at the NYPD. I could just, okay. Yeah, that's the entire conceit of the show. It's impossible to, like, enjoy the show without without that being the conceit. Like, that's the premise, you know? Um, yeah. uh, like, okay, so first of all, first of all, the, the entire premise of this show is based on the idea that the cops help rape victims a thing that they famously do not do mm-hmm. so like from the from the from the 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 fucking seed of this show it is that that's just not that's not real that doesn't exist the cops do not fucking do that yeah th- this is a fantasy world that is, yeah that is a fantasy <laughs> um yeah and 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 you you mentioned that that it is like insidious. <laughs> that, yeah, that... and and uh, yeah, it's it's insidious not because like what you were saying. It's one of those things where like, well, like Brooklyn Nine Nine is a good example of that because it's a very funny show and uh, and Andy Samberg is very likable. Yeah, so that's why that show is insidious. But this one is just like it's so like like droll and silly and watchable because you don't have you can only pay half attention to it because they don't give you any complicated character things and it's just one 
it, it, it's just fall. It's a camera following yeah. these two. I noticed it was very easy to take notes while watching this because I, I was just yeah. like, oh, no, I didn't. There were, all of the information revealed in that scene was obvious. Mm -hmm. So, well, cool. yes. All and good. you call it popcorn uh, to show yeah. because it is. It is like the, it's like the er popcorn show. This is the show that they put on and just let run for hours. Like they, they yeah. like on yep. cable networks, they just, it just, uh -huh. here's Law and Order SVU for 12 hours straight. Here's your fucking 12 hours of state propaganda. Yeah, the, the and the way they just get away with it is in part the the way that procedurals work is just like it's a day in the life of a doctor or a firefighter or a surgeon or lawyer or police investigator mm -hmm. as if all these jobs are equally worth like making like protagonists out of and and are just like the 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 same, but it's not. Yeah. The cops are not the same as like a doctor or a surgeon. It's not the same no. shit. The, this, I mean, this show's worldview is that the cops are justified in absolutely anything that they do, uh, trampling all over people's rights, arresting innocent people. It is all in the name of protecting you, vulnerable viewer, from the rapists <laughs> and pedophiles and murderers out there. And I'm serious. Like, this, this is the premise of the totally. show. This is what it is about. Um, you know, and, like, it, it, it is... It's always, it is the fact that the cops are doing things that they actually do in real life. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it, it, the, the in this episode, the cops collaborate with the tech CEO owner of Second Life, um, who just, like, freely gives out personal data from his customers to them, uh, and that's not something that's ever uh, portrayed as wrong. Uh, there's a part where they break into an innocent man's house, uh, demand that he explain where a kidnapping victim that he has nothing to do with is, uh, and then accuse him of being a murderer because he has a book in his house about execution, uh, right? And it's like, those are, these are, these are all things that the cops do in real life all the time. The cops can violate your rights whenever the fuck they want. They can arrest you under any pretense whenever the fuck they want. They can take you to jail and make you sit and rot for months whenever they fucking want. And in this show, you're supposed to be like, well, thank God for the NYPD or else who would be stopping all of these rapists and murderers? Meanwhile, the, the show just wants you to forget that this... Throughout this entire like episode that takes place over a week, there's just two innocent people rotting in state, rotting in uh, like county jails that they wrongfully arrested, and then that just there's just no like consequence for that. Yeah, because it, it was it was all in the name of protecting us, you know, from right. pedophiles, uh -huh. which the police do not do. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much <laughs> more there is to say. Like th this, this serves a literal fascist worldview, right, uh, that we mm -hmm. see play out in New York City and all over this country, uh, that the only thing that is standing between you and total chaos, rampant murder, uh, is the police, the armed agent of the state who exists solely to protect rich people's investments and absolutely nothing else. Uh, Oh, oh, also, yeah. uh, uh, white identity. That's the other thing they protect. Um, mm, very important yeah. to mention that, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a deeply <laughs> fucking evil show. I'm not sure if I have much else to say. <laughs> yeah, the... It's, you know, th this show portrays cops um, in a way that is both accurate and inaccurate at the same time. It, it it portrays them 
to be um, just just absolute bullies uh, to whom you are an inconvenience um, in the way of them stopping their perceived bad guy. Um, and uh, that is that is what human that's what fellow human beings are to to cops who are technically human beings but yeah i mean like, but it's it's hard to see them that way the, the, in in real life the scenes in this show where they just like show up at someone's work and they're just like where's the body and this is like somebody that that we later find out is entirely innocent and and it's like and then the, and like the show keeps going and every single time they show up at someone's house and they're just like why'd you fucking kill her where's the and it's just like there is, it is, it, there, the, the presumption of innocence does not exist on Law and Order SVU. And it doesn't exist in real life either. But for some fucking reason, that's portrayed as just a good thing. Yeah. Um, I, because you know, Dick Wolf is a fascist. Sorry. That's the reason why. It's because Dick Wolf is a fascist. When, when, when I, you know, get pulled over, I am perceived as innocent until proven guilty. That is not the case. Because I know because this fucking happened to me this week. Like, great timing. I literally had an expired, like, license and an expired registration because COVID. I haven't been driving, and I forgot those things expired. And the dude was just like, yeah, you got you, you better fix that. If the wrong cop pulled you over, man, you would have been in trouble. Anyway, have a good night. And I was just like, I was I was just infuriated my entire drive home. I was just like, fuck, god damn it, fuck the police. Yeah. Holy shit. I saw the, anyway. I saw the cops... Uh, single out uh, two unhoused people who had spoken out at a press conference about the fact that their lives are being swept up on a weekly basis and their property is being destroyed. Um, mm. The cops targeted them at the sweep and arrested both of them. Uh, the only two people of color that spoke up at the press conference. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the type of thing uh, that this show uh, supports openly. This, this show uh, is totally fine with Anything that happens to your rights, anything that happens to people's bodies and lives, uh, because, hey, man, that thin blue line's got to protect us from from all those scary rapists and murderers out there, you know? I think that's all I got. What are we watching next week, Mark? Um, well, on a somehow on a lighter note. How? Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, we, you know, folks, you've been with us for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's it, the, it's funny because we kind of just had a, a season finale with episode 100, but this feels like a spiritual season finale. We're watching the last Resident Evil uh, film in the whatever the word trilogy is, but for six movies, <laughs> uh, Udgy. The sexology. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, 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 the sexology. Um, Resident Evil colon the final chapter, uh, for now, um, <laughs> is a 2016 science fiction action film uh they're back paul ws anderson um his his wife question mark yeah, right yeah <laughs> um uh fuck what's her name Milio- what's her name Miliovich. she's Milio- yeah. yes yeah Miliovich. she's back ian glenn is back um oh man i'm stoked i'm ready <laughs> bunch of other people yeah so we you know folks we we have kind of for the past few episodes we kind of have uh, uh drifted away uh, from the premise of the show a little bit, considering we watched Yu-Gi-Oh! and then The Big Bang Theory and then Law and Order, um, which don't really feel like a series of episodes for a video game movie podcast, and so I felt like we really needed to bring things back to our roots uh, and talk about a shitty action movie from the t- 2000s or 2010s that nobody gives a shit about. Um, and it's also important that we're doing this because uh, the Monster Hunter movie 
uh, is coming out in like a few weeks, I think. I think it's already out in some territories. It's coming out in the U.S. Right. in like a couple weeks or something. Um, and Paul W.S. Anderson, the director of the Resident Evil films, uh, is directing uh, Monster Hunter. He put his wife in it again. Um, I've seen clips of the Monster Hunter movie. Looks uh, bad and racist, uh, just like yes. the Resident Evil movies. So no it shocker there. So we wanted to be prepared, have our full... <laughs> <laughs> uh, palette, uh, just totally yeah. filled out. We know, we want to know everything about, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson's magnum opus, the Resident Evil sexology, uh, before his, his we, we've really gotten into the workshop of the mind of Paul W.S. Anderson, <laughs> the way that no, no other crit critic yeah. has. We'll have to talk about this on the Monster Hunter episode, but my understanding is like the people at Capcom were very pissed when they realized that they wanted to make a Monster Hunter movie, but Paul W.S. Anderson already had the rights for it, so he got to make the Monster Hunter movie and nobody else was allowed to, which got, oh, had to man. be a big fucking bummer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how he does. Where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? Uh, you can find us at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. That's Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. You can join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter in the pinned post. Uh, you should, uh, you, ca you can rather listen to us on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and uh, several other podcasting apps. Uh, you should rate us if you like. Um, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck cops! If that was not already abundantly clear. Also, like do not join the military. No. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Kamala Harris. Peace? I don't know. This was a politics episode. I don't know if... I, I don't this know. was a politics episode. That was a episode. politics episode. That was just a full politics episode mm. so yeah mm -hmm. that's it thanks <laughs> bye <laughs> bye